I must find Damien. I simply must. Damien. Damien, I need you. What is this infernal racket? Where is you, sweet Damien? Adam? It's the middle of the night. What are you doing here? Damien? Is that you, Damien? Yeah, this is me, standing on the other side of this wide open window, in the middle of the night. Damien? Yes? Is that you, Damien? Last time I checked... Damien! What do you want? Oh, Damien. Sweet Damien. I'm worried. Damien? About what are you worried? Also, could this have waited for a time that is not 2.30 in the morning? Enough talk of dentist appointments, Damien. I'm worried about Christmas. But Christmas is months away. Not by the time people hear this, it's not. What? I said it's closer than you think. Uh. And I'm worried that there won't be anything jolly or joyous or jingle belly to listen to. Jingle belly sounds like a rash that Santa Claus gets. Yo, you're supposed to be the straight man and I do the jokes. We agreed. Right, sorry. I just got caught up in the moment. Where should we pick it up from? Mm, go back to... Uh, listen to. You guys are doing great. Right. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Jerry. <clears throat> You're worried that there won't be anything to listen to? That's what I'm saying, and it's making me worried and slash or anxious that Christmas is going to be ruined worse than a Transformers movie ruins American cinema. Well, why don't we do something about it, then? But what, sweet Damien? What is there for us to do? Okay, I own audio recording equipment. I have a space in which we can record. I know some actors will take part. And you're here as well. Why don't we do an old-timey radio Christmas show? You probably mean a winter holiday show. We'll do both at the same time. But do you think we should? You know, after what happened last year. Oh, come on. That was a once-in-a-lifetime occurrence. What are the odds of that happening again? Well, there's two of us, so I'd say about 50-50. It'll be fine. We'll have stories and poems and guest appearances. And carols? Carols what? Dude, come on. We talked about this. You're right. Sorry. You guys are doing great. Just take it from, uh, and carols. Okay, Jerry. Thanks, Jerry. And carols? Carols what? I, let's come back to this point. What do you think of the idea? Let's put on a show. Let's do it, my darling friend Damien. Excellent. Then, as the Muppets would say, it's get your hand to get out of me. It's started. Wait, what? It's Panic Moon Productions' third annual Christmas pageant and non-denominational winter holiday spectacular, presented for your enjoyment by the fabulous Flight Tower Hotel. Featuring the golden tonsils of Harrison Reynolds, the comedic stylings of Tinsel and Lint, and the amazing aerial manipulations of the flying Romanoff sisters, with John Scott Taylor and his orchestra, featuring the marvelous Cooper sisters and the Jimmy Holliberg singers and dancers. I'm your announcer, Jimmy Holliberg. This show comes straight to your ears from the magnificent ballroom of the fabulous Flight Tower Hotel, located on the banks of the beautiful Scanamaca River. When John Scott Taylor and this band of itinerant musicians bring the joy of music to people across the country, they need quality, comfortable accommodations. That's why they choose to stay at the Flight Tower Hotel. Download the Flight Tower app or use the Flight Tower search engine to book your vacay today. The Flight Tower Hotel, where a night stay will make you say you never stay away. Our first entertainment tonight is a tale torn from the headlines when the paperboy wasn't looking. We take you to a small office on the massive business campus of Santa's Workshop, LLC, at the North Pole. When you work for Santa Claus and you got a dispute, you don't disturb the jolly man just in the red suit. You visit Gale, the human resources director at the North Resources, not limited to humans. Hey, 
Danielle. Good morning, Cinnamon. Any messages? Uh-uh. <sighs> All right. I'll be in my office if anyone calls. Anyone like who? Just if anyone calls. Sure. Okay. You have no new messages. <sighs> okay. Sorry about that. Enter top secret password. T O P S E C R. You have no new emails. <sighs> I do apologize. Good morning. North Pole Human Resources, Gail speaking. How can I help you? I forgot to tell you. I have a dentist appointment this afternoon, so I need to leave early. Is that okay? Yes. Yes, fine. What time? 2.30. This is the quality of running gags we have? Come on, just go with it. Okay. Uh, oh, go. Have a good time. Wait. Dentist appointment? Yeah. Anything serious? Huh? Serious and expensive? No, just a checkup. But you're happy with your medical coverage. Sure. Well, I'd better go. You will tell me if there are any calls? Sure. Oh, it's a pity human resources doesn't involve more human contact. I don't mean that literally. There are no humans here at Santa's Workshop, LLC. Just magical creatures. You guys are weird. Christmas is a time for smiles. Get out of here with your scales. When I wait to Santa with you, I'll ask for a parliament of owls. Thank you, Stephen. Wasn't he great, folks? Let's give him a big hand. And believe me, he's no stranger to getting a big hand. People really appreciate a good dancer. And now, please welcome to the magnificent Flight Tower Ballroom, the flying Romanoff sisters and the gravity-defying aerial manipulations. This act is not merely juggling, it's weaving a dance through three-dimensional space. So please don your 3D glasses now and give a warm welcome to Katerina Ivanova and Alexandrovna, the Jiggling Jugglers.
Wow, we're going to finish this. Can you believe it? I feel sorry for everyone who didn't see that. Avery, come on, let's get a move on. Aw, oh, Mom, what's the rush? Christmas is a long time away. Not by the time people hear this, it's not. What? I said it's closer than you think. Okay. Before we start, I want to teach you a very important lesson. Mom, I already went before I left. Good boy, but this is a different lesson. Whether it's Christmas or Hanukkah or any religious holiday or a secular holiday or just a Tuesday, how do we treat others? With the three C's. Compassion, consideration, and kindness. That's right. Mom, I'm pretty sure kindness begins with a K. Shush, dear. Okay. When it comes to finding the perfect present for someone, remember to G-I-F-T. Gift? Right. You should be generous, imaginative, fair, and thrifty. That acronym checks out. Great. Oh, look, Avery, a Fly Tower gift emporium. I'll bet you we find everything we need in there. You're probably right, Mom. I think we should go. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the Fly Tower Gift Emporium. If you need anything, just ask. Everyone seems so friendly. And it's even fun and easier for me, a young child, to enjoy my shopping experience. We're sure to find presents both seasonable and affordable for all our loved ones at the Fly Tower Gift Emporium. Ooh, what about this for Cousin Robert? What is it? Mom, I'm showing it to you. Yeah, I know, but I mean, if I couldn't see it for some reason, how would you describe it? Huh? <coughs> no one <coughs> can see us. Oh, right. How about this for Cousin Robert? It's a Lego reconnaissance spy set. You know how he loves Lego, and how he's always sneaking around the place? Look, there's a nice Lego car, and Lego parking lot, and Lego buildings where you can park the car while you wait for your Lego Mark to appear. And even a sad little Lego spy lady with a little Lego camera and a white Lego puppy. Don't you think it's a bit extravagant for Cousin Robert? But mom, that's the G in gift. G for generous. Plus, it's cool. And grandma said the most generous present is the one that you'd want to receive yourself. Oh, Avery, you know better than to listen to your grandmother. Actually, you should give someone a present that you'd never want. That way you won't be bothering them all the time, wanting to borrow it and play with it. And when you think about it, that's very what? Generous? That's right. You're such a smart boy. We'll get something for Cousin Robert from the stationery department. Okay, mom. What about this for Uncle Jimmy? <clears throat> what exactly is that, Avery? Ooh, it's a Winsor & Newton's Artist Watercolor Set. I remember Uncle Jimmy said that he always wanted to be a painter. With this set, he could be. And he'd be using his imagination, which is the I in gift. I don't think that will work. Why not? Think about it. We don't want to force Uncle Jimmy to use up his imagination on painting. Then he won't have any left over to imagine all the other things he needs to think about. So this is actually the opposite of what we want to get. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe we could get him a nice sweater or a pair of socks? You'll have to choose one or the other. One sock? There you go. We'll pick it up when we go to the stationery department. Okay, Mom. Who else do we still need to buy gifts for? Remember we got that really nice model plane for Lee? Do you think we should buy something like that for his brother Walter? That would be fair, right? The F in gift. No, I don't think so. Lee is a much better child than Walter. Smarter, better looking, nicer, more likable. That is true. So it wouldn't be fair to Lee if we get Walter something just as nice. Oh, I see. 
Why don't we get Walter a stamp? A single stamp? Sure, it's the start of a stamp collection. And Walter can use the stamp on the thank you letter he'll send us for giving him the stamp. Wow, Mom, that's perfect. It is. I'm very good at this. We'll pick up the stamp when we get to the grocery department. Ooh, Mom, what about this for my teacher, Miss Aloon? It's a book on the history of musical theater in the Pacific Northwest. See, I remember this time. Proud of you, my handsome boy. How much does it cost? $30. That's not a bad price for a stylish coffee table book like this. For being thrifty, the tea and gift. The Fly Tower Gift Emporium is well known for its reasonably priced yet high quality merchandise. But I don't think we should give Miss Aloon something that costs that much. It should cost much more, so she knows how much she means to you. Auntie Gray says that true value comes from within. Auntie Gray is wrong. True Value is an American retailer-owned hardware cooperative with over 4,000 independent retail locations worldwide. I'm sure we'll find something for Miss Saloon in the Artisanal Beach Furniture Department. Okay, Mom. Well, it looks like that's everyone we had left on our list. So we're done? Not so fast, young Avery. You're forgetting about Santa Claus. Let's go and buy him some delicious Fly Tower brand milk and cookies. Mom, no. Think about it. Hmm. What? Everyone's going to be giving Santa delicious Fly Tower brand milk and cookies. That is true. If we want Santa to bring us really good gifts, we should use the gift system to get him something really good. You're right. I'm so glad I'm raising such a kind, compassionate, and considerate young man. To the stationery department. is a hard one. Nine-letter word starts with M. Astronaut's athlete's foot leads to kisses. Gross. Mistletoe. I think that joke works better in print. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Keep, keep going. Good morning. North Pole Human Resources. Gail speaking. How can I help you? Gail? Oh, hello, Cinnamon. Lunchtime already. Now, whatever shall I have? Chipotle fajita wrap, I should think. And Cinnamon. Cinnamon on a Chipotle fajita wrap? That doesn't sound very good. No, I'm asking you, Cinnamon, a question. Oh, sure. What do you do about the phone when we're at lunch? What do you mean? What happens when we're out eating lunch and the phone rings? I'm not following you. I'm asking what happens if the phone rings and there's nobody here to answer it. Oh, hey, I never thought of that. I guess that could happen, huh? Do you think we should get an answering machine? I already have an a- You know what? Never mind. Is there anything else? Oh, yeah, right. There's someone here to see you. What? Why didn't you tell me? I am telling you. This is me telling you right now. Is it the FedEx man with a package delivery? No. Is it the UPS man with a package delivery? No, it's... Is it Eggnog Alf from the wrapping plant with a package delivery? 
It's an employee who wants to speak to human resources. Say that again. It's someone wanting to speak to human resources, but I don't know where that is. Cinnamon, we're human resources. Oh, then I guess he wants to see you. Sweet Christmas. Send him in. Sure. Okay, Gail. Deep breaths. You've got this. It's just like you practiced. This is the whole reason for all those hours in the virtual reality simulator. Come in. Please have a seat, Mr. Reindeer. R Rudolph Reindeer. And I'm here to file a complaint. Hello, it's me, Blair Fly Tower of the Fly Tower Hotel. This Christmas winter holiday, I have a simple question for you. How many times you buy a ticket on an aeroplane flight, you book your room, you rent a car, and you drive miles to your destination only to find that your room is not at all what you had anticipated it would be? Thin beds, tiny walls, a coffee maker that doesn't provide you with the proper amount of caffeinated pep in your step, pillows that could be mistaken for weak old flapjacks, a television that's so small it forces you to unpack your binoculars just to read the clues on the prices right. Well, here at the Fly Tower Hotel, we are committed to providing you with the vacation that you so utterly deserve. Our unique cash-to-credit system ensures that you can purchase everything you need to relax, unwind, and let your proverbial head down if in fact you are comfortable or unable to let your literal head down. For every $2 you exchange, we will deposit to your account one non-transferable credit that will remain yours until you choose to spend it or until all the time dries up like a snowball on a July sidewalk. How many times you go to a hotel, you look around and there ain't no extra pillows anywhere in your visual cone of sight. Here at the fabulous Fly Tower Hotel, you simply call our girl at the front desk, you let her know about your predicament, and for a mere 10 credits, we will deliver to your room a high quality goose down pillow for your night's sleep. Remember to thank us in your dreams while you are sawing logs like a lumber mill in the middle of a rainforest. Download the Fly Tower app or use the Fly Tower search engine to book your vacay today. The Fly Tower Hotel, where a night stay will make you say you'll never stay away. That was great, Mr. Fly Tower. Of course it was. I'm Blair Fly Tower. Gee, Mr. Flytower, thanks again for sponsoring our show. Yeah, Mr. Flytower, it sure is swell of you. Now, boys, you know it certainly is my pleasure. The Flytower Foundation is a proud patron of all the arts, from theater to publishing to music to whatever this is. That's so nice Now, of because the Fly Tower Foundation has been such a generous benefactor and we're all full of the Christmas spirit. Oh, yes, we're full of it. Don't interrupt me, kid. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. I hope you won't think it unfair of me to ask a small favor of you. Uh, I guess so. What do you want us to do? Take care of a competitor? It's not really in the Christmas spirit, but... You have been very generous. And Christmas is about giving to others and stuff. And it would be fun to be a professional hitman for a day.
I have a daughter. You want us to rub out your daughter? What? No, nothing like that. Jeez, you writers are cold. My daughter is a very talented young singer, and she would just love the chance to perform one of her numbers on your little show. Uh... Is there a problem, boys? It's just that we have standards, you know? Like, morally? There are just certain things that we can't lower ourselves to do. Boys, let me ask you a question. How many times have you been right in the middle of a show when all of a sudden there's a posse of attorneys a-knocking on your door? We have already spent the money. That's what I thought. And now, making her singing day butt with some outfit called the arbitrary jukebox experiment? Well, that can't be right. My beautiful daughter, Rishi Flytower. Rishi Bish! What's that, honey? I told you, I want to be called Rishi Bish! Oh, alright. Thanks, Daddy! And now, making her singing to butt with that other thing I said, my beautiful daughter, Rishi Bish, and her song, The Christmas List. Hey, I'm supposed to be the announcer. Ah, quite, Jimmy. Cue the band. Wait till the union hears about this. Go, darn it, I'm gonna go back down there and give him peace of my mind. It's Christmas, y'all. My favorite time of the year. Cause I get all of the things that I want. An Emmy and an island and another private jet. A 50-bedroom mansion and a pure gold clarinet. A Ferrari and a dress to match, both in chartreuse. Literally a million pairs of cute Jimmy Choo's. A yacht for me to give to my pet pygmy chimpanzee A 12-course meal that I won't eat cooked by Gordon Ramsay Ten diamond rings, a baseball team, a baby anaconda And I want Madonna, I want actual Madonna Santa, bring me presents, bring me lots and lots of presents Santa, bring me presents, bring me lots and lots of presents Santa, bring me presents, bring me lots and lots of presents Hurry down the chimney, bring me lots and lots of presents Don't want no rum and eggnog, just Brazilian Chardonnay Don't want a hippopotamus, I won't go near your sleigh Don't need a hula hoop, all I want isn't you I'ma make your Christmas blue unless Daddy, give me money, give me lots and lots of money Daddy, give me money, give me lots and lots of money Daddy, give me money, give me lots and lots of money I want another Jake, so give me lots and lots of money Santa, bring me presents, bring me lots and lots of presents Santa, bring me presents, bring me lots and lots of presents Santa, bring me presents, bring me lots and lots of presents I won't be a naughty girl unless you bring me lots of presents Christmas cards from family members Rock a brand new home knit sweater Help my mother cook all day Sharing lots of candy canes Volunteer for worthy causes Makes me feel like Santa Claus Is putting me on his nice list Giving is the greatest gift Gingerbread man and peppermint tea Stringing popcorn on the tree Thoughtful presents knowing I've Appreciated being alive Non-denominational greetings Making lots of sweet treats for eating Spending time with family That's what Christmas means Whatever, Santa Bring me presents, bring me lots and lots of presents. Santa, bring me presents, bring me lots and lots of presents. Santa, bring me presents, bring me lots and lots of presents. I'll stay up past my bedtime if you give me lots of presents. Daddy, give me money, give me lots and lots of money. Daddy, give me money, give me lots and lots of money. Daddy, give me 
Human resources, Mr. Reindeer. What can I do for you? Call me Rudy. Really? Rudy? Yeah. Are you sure? I insist. All right, Rudy. Please have a chair. A chair? No, I, I can't sit in a chair because I have reindeer knees and they, they bend the other way. It's, it's good. I'll stand. All right. Then I'll stand too. Mm, no, this is no good. Now I can't reach the keyboard. Look, you sit in your chair, and I'll just sit on my haunches on the floor. Are we good? I'll have to check the Kringle Code of Conduct to see if you're actually allowed to say haunches. You wish to lodge a human resources complaint. Yeah, I do. That's great. That, why are you so excited? That's, doesn't, that's not appropriate. Weird energy. I mean... That's terrible. What is the nature of your complaint? What now? What are you complaining about? Oh, yeah. Okay. Now I'm sure. Okay, look, it's the other reindeer. Simple as that. They've been pretty mean to me. I'm pretty sure it qualifies as discrimination. And in what manner is this discrimination expressed? Gail, babe, I, don't, I just don't understand what you're talking about. What are they doing to you? Oh, uh, well, uh, well let's see. All kinds of things. Uh, they laugh at me, first of all. Uh, they call me names is another one. That hurts. Oh, my dear. Dear. Reindeer. Sorry. And worst of all, they won't let me join any of their reindeer games. So, you know, I'm lonely. This is scarcely professional conduct. Yeah, you're telling me, Gail. It's bad, right? They're, you're saying they're being bad? What do you think is their motivation for this discriminatory treatment? Still, with the, with the big words. I, I, Gail, I don't know what you're talking about. Why are they treating you like this? Uh, I think it's because of my nose. That would be my number one guess. 
What about your nose? Oh, are you visually impaired? Because my nose is huge and red. Here at Santa's Workshop LLC, we do not judge people based on size or color. Well, like many people in the North Pole, I'm not a person. And I think these other reindeers are judging me. We'll get to the bottom of this. Excuse me. Not quite yet, Cinnamon. I need you to make some phone calls for me. I told you last time, Tarragon's Tiki Tortillas doesn't take reservations. That's not what this is about. I want you to call in all of the other reindeer. Sure. What's her number? Uh, whose number? Olive's. Olive who? The other reindeer you just told me to call. Um, Cinnamon, there is no... You know what? Forget it. Please, will you call Dasher and Dancer... And Prancer, and, uh... uh... Vixen, and Comet, and that German guy, Blitz something. And Ronald, and Nancy. Gotcha. Are you sure those are the right names? Gail, I'm a qualified professional in the field of... of... Human resources? That's what I said! All right, Cinnamon. Call the entire reindeer team and tell them I want to see them. Please. Sure. All right, Rudy, thank you for being so forthcoming about disclosing these incidents of harassment. What now? Thank you for reporting this. No, thank you, Gail, for listening. This is the worst type of discrimination. The kind against me. Well, you just leave it to me. I'll deal with it. You have the full support of Gail, the Human Resources Director at the North Pole. And now, beaming in live from the deluxe recording studio of the Fly Tower Hotel in East Westchester, the classic silky sound of the sublime Cooper Sisters.
Damien, are you in here? Over here, in the arts and crafts corner. Um, this is just a bunch of garbage all over the floor. Incorrect. It's recycling. Okay. So how do you think the show's going so far? Oh, much better than last year. So far. Oof. Anything is better than last year. Don't jinx it. But you just- Did I show you this? A window? No. I mean, yes. I just had it installed. But look through it, outside. I've completed my first winter art exhibit. All I see is a two-thirds complete snowman. No, it's done. But it's missing its head. It's only got the bottom bit and the middle bit with two sticks poking out of the side. That's right. It's an abdominal snowman. (laughs) Really, Damien? You brought your own studio audience? I had to. They're not going to bring themselves. And a sleigh ride is cheaper if you split it 450 ways. Hey, we spoke about this already. You're the setup guy, not the punchline guy. What do you think this is? The comedy stylings of Tinsel and Lint live from the magnificent ballroom of the fabulous Flytower Hotel? And now, live from the magnificent ballroom of the fabulous Flytower Hotel, the comedy stylings of Tinsel and Lint. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. May I just say that you're a beautiful audience. You're all looking fine tonight. May I also just say that I forgot my spectacles backstage. (laughs) You know, they say that in comedy, timing is everything. All the best comedians have impeccable timing. Speaking of which, my partner Lint is running late. Here I am, Tinsel. I'm here. Hey, Lint, where were you? We were on five minutes ago. Sorry I'm late. I was waiting for my wake-up call from room service. You were waiting? Yes. For room service? To give me my wake-up call, yes. You were lying in bed, awake, waiting for room service to call. That's the gist of it, yes. So what happened? Why are you late? They didn't call. I still don't get why it took you so long to get here. My room is just a pleasant two-minute elevator ride away. Well, I had to take a left out of my room, down the corridor, up a flight of stairs, across the rooftop terrace, down a fire escape, past the kitchen, and then I doubled back to the kitchen for a quick snack, then down in the elevator and out through the lobby. And then what? The taxi dropped me off right out front here. You're not staying at the fabulous Flytower Hotel? Flytower Hotel? Where's that? It's where we are right now. Really? Yes, in the magnificent ballroom. Ah, they wouldn't let me stay here. In the ballroom? At the Flytower Hotel. Why not? They don't want my kind here. What kind is that? The kind that's broke. Speaking of broke, can I borrow five dollars? Five dollars? Yeah. What for? Not for, five. Why do you need five dollars? The taxi is still waiting outside. Look, I'm not gonna give you five dollars. Why not? Because you already owe me ten dollars. Okay, I'll tell you what. Give me $15, then I'll pay you back your 10 and still get my 5 Everybody wins. I only have a 20 Okay, give me that. All right, and here's your 10 Now we're even. You had $10 the whole time. Keep your voice down, will you? You want to get me in trouble with the pit boss at the Fly Tower Casino? All right, all right. Joking aside, I still don't understand why you're not staying here at the fabulous Fly Tower Hotel. Didn't you have reservations? Yeah, I did. That's why I'm not staying here. 
Ah, but you'll regret that now. The Fly Tower Hotel is so exclusive that room service has an unlisted number. It's so luxurious that there are in-flight movies in each elevator and an elevator in each flight of stairs. Why, I opened my closet door and there was an entire bowling alley in there. A bowling alley? That's right. In your closet? Yes. But there's nowhere to hang your suit. Doesn't it get all wrinkled? Nah, I just lay it out in the alley and bowl a few frames. I could have guessed you found that suit laying out in the alley. And I'm getting the greatest sleeps I ever did get. Here at the Fly Tower Hotel, the beds are so soft and cozy, it's like being cradled in the arms of a mother yeti. Aren't yetis all stinky from living in caves and trees and stuff? You, sir, obviously haven't met the right yeti. Not yet, I haven't. That joke works better in print. We'll make a PDF transcript available on the website. Do you mean at http colon backslash backslash www.panicmoonproductions.com backslash podcasts? That's right. And let me tell you about the view from my room. When I look out one window, I can see the mountains. When I look out the other window, I can see the ocean. And when I look out the third window... How many windows do you have? One for each wall. You have walls? And wall-to-wall carpet in between. Jeez, my room doesn't even have wall-to-wall floor. But I gotta tell you, my place is pretty swank, too. Did you say swank or rank? You know when you're staying at a hotel and they've got all those tiny little containers of shampoo and conditioner and mouthwash and such? Yeah. Well, my hotel's really economical. They put it all in one bottle. That sounds terrible. No, it's pretty good. Except my teeth squeak and my hair foams. Really? Sure. I ran a comb across my molars and they're nice and soft and wavy. What else can you say about this hotel of yours? It's got a view fit for royalty. Oh yeah? What can you see? The parking lot in back of a Burger King. That's not great. Sure it is. It reminds me of home. Oh yeah? Where are you from? Greece! Speaking of which, the food at my hotel is top-notch. They even give you complimentary cheese. That sounds just swell. Yeah, you just have to be careful picking it out of the mousetraps. It sounds like you're trying to put on a brave face. What's wrong with the face I have? We don't have the time. I mean, it sounds like you're trying to talk up your hotel. Yeah? Make your room sound as nice as mine here at the fabulous Fly Tower Hotel. Well, I can't complain. No, why not? The desk clerk made me sign a waiver when I checked in. It's Christmas time. I don't think you should be stuck in some flea-infested low-rent room. Hey, those fleas are paying their share of the rent, and it ain't that low. My point is, you're over there while I enjoy the deluxe accommodations of the fabulous Fly Tower Hotel. It ain't right. You're not just my partner, you're... A close friend? Well, a colleague. But a close colleague. A valued colleague. An esteemed colleague. Yeesh. A man walks fully clothed into one women's sauna and he never hears the end of it. I keep telling you, arraigned but acquitted. Anyway, it's Christmas, so I'd like to do something nice for you. Seeing as it's our last night in town, why don't you stay in my beautiful suite and I'll take your rustic accommodations. You'd do that for me? Of course. In fact, I'll tell you what. I'll take the taxi you have waiting and I'll even pay the fare. Wow, you're such a great pal. I know. I'll go up to my room right away and pack up all my things. You stay here on stage and wrap up the set with these fine people. When you're done, go straight up to room 43641. Gosh, thanks. Good night, folks. Remember, room 43641. Gee, what a friend. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let me entertain you in my own inimitable fashion. <clears throat> it seems there was this leprechaun who wanted to be an elf and... Excuse me, sir. Yes? Look, I'm in the middle of something here. Are you the guest in room 43641? That's what it says on this here room key. Is there something I can help you with? Yes, sir. There's the matter of the bill. The... the bill? Yes, sir. Five nights accommodation in the hoity-toity suite, plus you emptied the minibar. The minibar? Well, how much can that be? At $18 for a bag of peanuts, sir? 
It adds up. $18 for a bag of peanuts? That's right, sir. How do you people sleep at night? Very well, thank you, sir. Here at the Flight Tower Hotel, the beds are so soft and cozy, it's like snoozing on the inside of a tauntaun. That sounds horrible. Those things smell bad on the outside. You, sir, clearly haven't met the right tauntaun. Nose is ruby red, snow is lily white. There's nothing better at Christmas time than seeing an owl in flight. afternoon. North Pole Human Resources, Gail speaking. How can I help you? Hey, Gail. Oh, hello, Cinnamon. What is it? There's a prancer reindeer here to see you. Wow, this makes three meetings in one day. Send him in. Sure. Mr. Reindeer, please come in. Um, actually, I'm a lady, and I find it a bit offensive that you would assume that I'm male just because I'm on the sleigh-pulling team. I'm so sorry. Here at Santa's Workshop, LLC, we do not judge people on their gender or lack of same. It's all right, really. It happens all the time. Now, is there a reason you asked me here? It's always nice to be wanted, but I have an appointment with my orthodontist at half past two. I think you said that wrong. What? It's not half past two. Are you accusing me of not reading my lines properly? We can say half past two. It still works. Are you sure? Yes, yes, yes. We will fix it later. I hope this won't take long. I have a dentist appointment at half two. Just go with it. Fine. Okay. I wanted to speak with you because I'm afraid I've received a complaint about your behavior in the workplace. My behavior? I'm sorry to have to say this, but you've been accused of discriminatory actions against one of your fellow reindeer. What? Who said that? Was it Rudolph? That kid needs to get out of my business and into the gym. You can't trust the skinny reindeer. Here at Santa's Workshop, LLC, we do not judge people based on size or color. Then how do you judge them? Um, about this complaint. If anyone should be making a complaint about discriminatory behavior, it's me. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm guessing that you've been experiencing some form of harassment, maybe even bullying. Me? Oh no, babe. I'm well-liked. Why would you even say that? Not because you're wearing an electric lime green spandex bodysuit, that's for sure. Appearance is a personal choice. What's wrong with my appearance? Nothing. It's very nice. It's, uh, it looks comfortable for working out at night or avoiding aircraft while pulling a sleigh. And you, you were saying you had a complaint of your own about discriminatory behavior? It's that Rudolph. What about him? Lording it over the rest of us. Acting so superior. Telling everyone we can't do our job without him. Thinks he's all that. What, like we didn't have foggy Christmas Eves before he showed up? I see. So... Red noses are nothing special. 
When I had a cold last month, my nose went just as red as his. Yes, I think I... This is all because we wouldn't let him play Monopoly. It's an eight-player game. He got there last. We offered to let him be banker. Surely you know that no one lacks being banker. Stop doing that! Good afternoon, North Pole Human Resources. Gail speaking. How can I help you? Hey, Gail. Oh, hello, Cinnamon. What is it? There's a Blitzen reindeer here to see you. Wow, that's three meetings in one day. Gail, if this workload continues, I'm going to need a raise, a new chair, and an assistant. Yes, fine. I mean, we'll talk about it. Just give me one minute and then send him in. Sure. Mr. Reindeer? Prancer, and I'm a lady. Prancer, I'm sorry. Would you please just step through there and fill out this form detailing your complaint, and I'll be with you shortly. Anything to help, as long as I'm out of here by 14.30. Are we happy with any of that? We'll fix it later. Right now, I'm kind of busy trying to figure out how to create a PDF of this mess. Just, come on, just, just do your line. Okay... Sweet Christmas, who would have expected all this intrigue on the reindeer team? And now, for your listening pleasure, live from the magnificent ballroom of the fabulous Flight Tower Hotel, the John Scott Taylor Orchestra, featuring the golden tonsils of Harrison Reynolds. It's Christmas time, so pour the wine. I'm not doing fine this year. Outside it's snowing, and I'm in here knowing my little baby ain't here with me. I'm now here without my December Valentine. It's Christmas again, so pour the champagne and I'll light another cigarette. I've got the blues I that this yuletide would be when she'd finally get that she recurrently would start this heart of mine now I'm reminiscing as I'm here missing my December so many gifts unopened, so many cards unsent since she went away. 
many songs not caroled, so many fires not stoked, since she broke my heart in this bar until New Year's or till the earth to construe clears. Right now my judgment's borderline. So pour me a brandy. Some fella named Dandy's with my December Hello, it's me, Blair Flat Tower of the Flat Tower Hotel. It's the winter holiday season, and how many times you been on some sort of family reunion or important business meeting with a girl from Facebook, possibly even around this time of year, but once you have arrived at your destination, you find the accommodations are not to your satisfaction. Sheets that are itchier than a grade schooler with a scalp condition. Ceiling as leaky as a plot of a Michael Bay movie. Carpets with the look and aroma of a well-aged gorgonzola cheese. At the fabulous Fly Tower Hotel, we guarantee that when you finally escape your relatives and or have completed your romantic transaction and are ready to return to your room, it will be the refuge you so desperately need. How many times you get out of the shower at some other hotel? You wrap a towel around your waist and you realize that it doesn't even come down to your knees. Here at the fabulous Fly Tower Hotel, you simply call our girl at the front desk. You let her know about your predicament and for a mere 15 credits, we will deliver to your room any size of towel that you request. Face, hand, bath or tea, whatever your body and modesty should require will be made yours as you desire. Download the Fly Tower app or use the Fly Tower search engine to book your vacay today. The Fly Tower Hotel, where a night stay will make you say you'll never stay away. Great as always, Mr. Fly Tower. I know that, Jerry. I'm extremely good at pontificating. Say, Jerry, where are you from? Um, Regina. Mr. Flytower. Ah, Saskatoon. I spent a little time up there myself. Mr. Flytower, how's it going? Hold your horses, boys. I was in the middle of a very interesting anecdote about the capital of Manitoba. Oh, I love Halifax. And you are rudely interrupting. We couldn't think of a polite way to do it. Please continue. As I was saying, I spent a little time up there myself. Was that it? Why would I need to further elucidate? I already know what happened. Anyway, boys, I'm glad you're here. I want to let you know about an idea I had for your little show. You have another daughter? Not that I'll admit to. No, I'm talking about dancing. Dancing? Dancing. Now, as I seem to recollect, I have a magnificent ballroom that has yet to be utilitized to its full potential. So... You want us to put on a dance number? You boys are as bright as a winter sunrise in Barrow, Alaska. But, Mr. Flytower, this is all in the style of an old-timey radio show. 
you wouldn't be able to see them. Yeah, and that juggling sketch fell flatter than a snowball on a July sidewalk. So what you boys attempt to communicate is that instead of accommodating me on this trifling matter, you would rather write a check refunding me the full amount of the sponsorship for this little charade? Dancers, eh? How do you feel about tap dancers? Great idea, Damien. What about Ribbon and Holly Reith, the twin sister tap dancing duo from Tioga, North Dakota? I don't know. It's not much notice. Do you think we can get Ribbon and Holly Reith, the twin sister tap dancing duo from Tioga, North Dakota? I can get Ribbon and Holly Reith, the twin sister tap dancing duo from Tioga, North Dakota. You, you can, can get, get Ribbon, Ribbon and Holly Reith, the twin sister tap dancing duo from Tioga, North Dakota. I'm Blair Jingle Bell and Fly Tower. If I want Ribbon and Holly Reith, the twin sister tap dancing duo from Tioga, North Dakota, then as sure as little boys and girls all over our fine globe will believe in Santa Claus, Fly Tower brand milk and cookies this Christmas Eve, I'll get Ribbon and Holly Reith, the twin sister tap dancing duo from Tioga, North Dakota. Okay. I guess we're going to get Rupert and Harry feet, the Schindlister snap pantsing flew over line of Richie's daughter. Are you pronouncing that right? Excuse me, shall I cue the John Scott Taylor Orchestra? Cue the John Scott Taylor Orchestra?
Santa, please bring my dog a bone. Bring my cat a ball of yarn. Bring peace and love to all mankind. And bring me twelve hours in a barn. Put it on the shelf. Life is good as a Christmas elf. Hello, Darcy. How are you? How are you finding your station? I'm good, Inspector Saffron. Are you here to review the plethora of my creations? Um, yeah. Is everything okay? You sound a little different than you did when you were hired. I'm okay. Just a wee bit tired. Right. Okay. Well, let's see what you've got. Very well, here you go. If it's not good, just let me know. Uh, Darcy? Yes? This is a tricycle? Are you impressed? Well, I mean, no. A tricycle has three wheels, but this has, um, four. So it's not really a tricycle, is it? Was this a mistake? It's done for safety's sake. Safety? Aye. As sure as grass is green and full of clover, a fourth wheel will stop a tyke from tumbling over. Okay, but I mean... And I hope it's as obvious to you as it is to me that four is immensely luckier than three. You know what? Let's see what's next. Is everything all right? You seem a tad vexed. Nope, I'm fine. Let's just move on. Okay, what's this? Is something amiss? What am I looking at? Here's a stage and a flute, and dancers one, two, and three. And right up front, with a dainty headband, a shirtless Michael Flatley. I don't understand why he's in such an aggressive, yet also artistic stance. That's how they rule in Lord of the Dance. Darcy, you were meant to make action figures for Lord of the Rings. I don't think any child has asked for Lord of the Dance action figures in any Christmas season. You know, that would stand to reason. Hey, you're new. It's fine. Mistakes happen. Thanks, Captain. Just show me what you're working on at the moment. Okay, I think you'll see that it's ready for bestowment. What am I looking at? It's a kitchen set of pots and pans. Why are there large rainbows coming off them? That's what the instruction said. I'm merely the assemblyman. Right. Okay, inside the pot is painted gold. Every pot is that way, all told. But I don't understand. Do you have the order sheet? Of course. Right there on the pile marked complete. Before you look at it, what do you think you were meant to make? Pots of gold at the end of the rainbow. Look at the form. What's it say? Lots of old-fashioned trains. Oh. I think I've figured out what's going on. You're not an elf. You're a leprechaun. Oh man, now I'm rhyming. Why the deception, Darcy? Why didn't you just tell us the truth? I'm sorry, sir. I've wanted to be a Christmas elf since I was a youth. I've worked hard to be adept, hoping that you'd accept. I should have been honest in my interview. I guess I'll pack my stuff and start the job hunt anew. 
Darcy, that won't be necessary. It's totally fine if you want to stay at Santa's Workshop, LLC. Everyone's welcome here. Right over there is a Sasquatch whittling Lincoln Logs. And over there is a Bigfoot making a pocket watch. Isn't the Bigfoot the same as a Sasquatch? That's not the kind of statement we really condone here at Santa's Workshop, LLC. You don't want to have to visit Gale. Look, just follow the work orders, do your best, and if you have any questions, just ask, okay? Thank you, sir. Sir, what is it that gave me away? Besides constantly rhyming and wearing that top hat? No, you know what? I'm good with just that. I'll see you at the milk and cookies break, Darcy. We're glad to have you here. You know what, Darcy? This could be a very good year. Attention all elves. Break time. It's 2.30. The cookies are fresh and the milk is chilled. 2.30? More like it's time to get your teeth filled. And now, children, gather around the radio, put down those bags of popcorn, stop chomping on those candy canes, settle back, and we'll visit Kids' Christmas Corner for a story about two special cats. Once upon a time there were two cats named Peanut Butter and Chocolate. Every day they would walk with their tails entwined up and down the beach in front of the house where they lived with their friend Reese. All the people on the beach would say, Hi Peanut Butter, Hi Chocolate. Peanut Butter would reply, Meow, which meant, Hello. And Chocolate would say, Meow, which meant, Hi everyone. One day Peanut Butter and Chocolate were in the upstairs hallway practicing their wrestling moves with each other. They were waiting for Reese to come home so they could play their favourite game of there's a human, make them trip. They heard the front door open and close and somebody coming up the stairs. Reese walked past the hallway closet where Peanut Butter and Chocolate were now hiding and immediately tripped as the two cats wound through Reese's legs. Hi Peanut Butter, hi Chocolate, said Reese from the floor. Are you having fun? Hi Reese, of course we're having fun, said Peanut Butter as Chocolate began to play with Reese's hair. There's a human, make them trip is the best game ever, Chocolate added as Peanut Butter grabbed Reese's arm with all four paws and three teeth. Cool beans, said Reese. and if you're done playing, would you like to come to the mall with me to take a picture with Santa Claus? Peanut Butter and Chocolate ran up and down the hallway excitedly. They skidded to a stop, tripping Reese, who was just getting up off the floor. We can go to the mall? And take a picture with Santa Claus? Reese, again at their eye level, smiled. Yes. Peanut Butter and Chocolate butted their heads together, had a quick wrestle, and then paused to look up at Reese. Two questions though, what's a mall? And what, if you'll be so kind as to explain, is a Santa Claus? Reese scooped up the cats and walked to the kitchen explaining about Christmas and Santa Claus and digital photography and traditions and reindeers and sleighs and presents and shopping and giving and mistletoe and turkey as peanut butter and chocolate's tails began to thump as happily as a cat's tail can thump. They purred eagerly and Reese gave them each a tuna oatmeal cookie, which of course was their favorite snack. I'm going to go find something nice to wear for the picture, said Reese. We'll go after dinner, okay? Peanut butter and chocolate couldn't say anything because their mouths are full of cookie, but they both grinned tunery oatmeal-y grins at Reese. Reese reached down and rubbed the cats on their heads before going back upstairs. Peanut butter and chocolate finished their cookies and had a quick wrestle. Then peanut butter thought of something. Do you know what I just thought of chocolate? Peanut butter asked. Hmm. Is it that it's just about time for our sixth afternoon nap 
and we should probably get to snoozing, Chocolate replied. Peanut Butter frowned. I totally forgot about that. Thanks for reminding me. A short while later, Peanut Butter and Chocolate detangled their limbs and tails from each other and stretched a glorious post-snap stretch. Good nap, Peanut Butter said. It really was, Chocolate replied. Do you think it should go on the list? Peanut Butter nodded. Together they skipped into the living room. With a running start, they leapt towards the couch and slid underneath. There in their office, Chocolate searched for their list of naps. I think it's there, Peanut Butter offered helpfully. Under the scroll of scratching posts, next to the text of treats. Chocolate noted their most recent nap using a quill given to them by their crow friend Caramel. Peanut Butter remembered the pre-nap thought. Hey, Chocolate. Yes, Peanut Butter? If Reese is dressing up for the picture, do you think we should wear something nice too? Chocolate stared at Peanut Butter. That is a fantastic idea. But then Chocolate thought for a moment. How do you wear something that's nice? Peanut Butter scratched Chocolate's head and Chocolate rubbed Peanut Butter's chin as they contemplated this. You can't wear a nap. You can't wear playing in a box. You can't wear watching a movie on a rainy Sunday afternoon. Did we already say you can't wear a nap? Then, at the exact same moment, the two cats looked at each other. Tuna! The cats wriggled out from under the couch. They had a quick wrestle, during which Peanut Butter nipped Chocolate on the top of the head and Chocolate chewed Peanut Butter on the tail. Then they skipped towards the arts and crafts section of the kitchen. Peanut Butter and Chocolate, working together, quickly built a fulcrum and lever out of their water dish and an old wooden spoon that they had hidden under the fridge for just such an occasion. They worked the lever under the recycling box and tipped over the blue treasure trove. Across the kitchen floor spilled three paper towel rolls, a tissue box, two sets of chopsticks from the time Reese and Reese's mum ordered Chinese food, two plastic forks from the time Reese and Reese's mum ordered Chinese food and realised they weren't very good at using chopsticks, and eight old tuna cans. After batting around the paper towel rolls, trying to squeeze into the tissue box, wondering what the chopsticks were and smacking around the forks, Peanut Butter and Chocolate got to work creating their outfits. Throughout dinner, Reese and Reese's mum, who were both wearing their nicest Christmas sweaters, cast quizzical looks at the two cats, who could barely contain their thrilled giggles. After washing the dishes, where Reese washed, Peanut Butter rinsed, Chocolate dried, and Reese's mum put everything neatly away, the family got into their car and drove to the mall. Reese's mum reminded the other three that they had to be on their best behaviour. Then they entered the mall and got in line to meet Santa Claus. I can't believe we're going to meet Santa Claus, said Peanut Butter. And at the same mall where we get our catnip and manicures, said Chocolate. Reese looked down at the cats and noticed for the first time that they were carrying a reusable shopping bag between them. Uh, what's in the bag? asked Reese. Nothing, chorused the cats quickly. Okay, shrugged Reese. Soon they were at the front of the line, and a kind lady with white hair and a pretty red dress greeted them. Hello? Who do we have here? asked Mrs. Claus. Reese smiled at her. I'm Reese, and these are my friends, Peanut Butter and Chocolate. Mrs. Claus beamed at them. Are you excited to meet Santa Claus? Peanut Butter and Chocolate chatted happily to Mrs. Claus, who reached down to give them each a scratch behind the ear, and then it was their turn to meet Santa Claus. Santa's eyes twinkled as he greeted Reese and the cats. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Santa, said Reese. Happy holidays, said Peanut Butter and Chocolate. Santa guided them to his extremely large and very comfortable chair. Reese sat down on one side of them and Reese's mum sat on the other side, and the two cats leapt onto his lap. Are you ready? asked the photographer. Wait, yelled Peanut Butter. One moment, please, shrilled Chocolate. Peanut Butter and Chocolate opened a bag they had brought with them. Reese and Reese's mum exchanged a curious glance as the two cats crawled inside, 
and emerged moments later wearing fancy Christmas hats. Fashioned from paper towel rolls, tissue boxes, chopsticks, forks, and tuna cans that they have found in the arts and crafts corner of the kitchen. Peanut butter, chocolate, cried Reese. What are you wearing? Do you like them? Asked Peanut Butter. There are fancy Christmas hats, explained Chocolate. I see that, said Reese. But why are you wearing them? I think I know, interjected Santa. Reese, you're wearing a nice Christmas sweater. And your mum, she's wearing a nice Christmas sweater. I think your friends wanted to wear something made from things that they think are nice. And also chopsticks. The cats purred and rubbed against Santa's beard. I think they're very nice hats, said Reese. And this explains why the recycling was all over the floor, mused Reese's mum. Smile, said the photographer, and with a click of the button and a flash of a light, he took their picture. Where do the cats go? asked the confused Santa. Reese pointed. Santa reached up to find the two cats perched on his head, batting the tassel on his hat back and forth. What silly cats you are, Santa laughed, handing them over to Reese. Merry Christmas! In the car on the drive home, Chocolate turned to Peanut Butter. Hey, Peanut Butter. Yeah, Chocolate? Are you wondering what I'm wondering? Yeah. Where were Santa's claws? Back at home, Reese and Reese's mum carried the two worn out cats into the house and placed them gently on the couch. And they slept there all night long, dreaming about riding in Santa's sleigh. Incident reports filed. Lord, I'm never going to get used to that thing doing that. Good afternoon, North Pole Human Resources. Gail speaking. How can I help you? Hey, Gail. Oh, hello, Cinnamon. What is it? There's a bunch of people here to see you. How many is a bunch? You know I don't do math. Do you want me to call accounting? No, no. Just send them in. Sure. Also, they're not people. Oh, wow, I have not been here. Why are you talking? So many things are going to be doing right now. Wow! All nine of you at once? Mr. Reindeer? Rudy, please. And Miss Reindeer? I told you, call me Pranza. Of course. And Mr. Say, are you guys all related or something? Whoa, what are you saying? Do we all look alike to you? Kind of, yeah. Excuse me? Well, I guess we'll have to file a human resources complaint about human resources. What? No, what I meant was you're all like, you got legs and noses and stuff. Oh, relax. I was just jerking your reins. <laughs> oh, that's okay then. Never let it be said. I couldn't take a joke. Also, I'm an elf. Actually, I'm glad you're all here. I've been over all the notes from my interviews with you, and... Yeah, about that. What is it? Upon reflection, we have decided not to avail ourselves of the formal reconciliation process. Oh, this again. What? We're withdrawing all our complaints. You're... But why? The truth is, there never really was a problem between us. This grown male reindeer named Prancer is absolutely right. I love these guys. And we look past your flaws. Huh? I said it's closer than you think. What? What? 
I don't understand what's going on here. Why were you pretending? It started with me, Gail. I told the team here how you come into work every day wanting to help, and nobody ever comes in or even calls. Cinnamon, you told everybody? Oh, please. We noticed on our own. It's obvious that you have nothing to do. I, I have work to do. I have to order my own lunch. So together, we came up with a plan to file a bunch of complaints that only the human resources director could deal with. It's not real? None of it? Well, no. Not as such. This is Santa's Workshop LLC. Everyone's happy here. You guys did all this just so I would feel useful? Uh, well, we did it because we like you, Gail. Sure. It's our Christmas gift to you. Do you like it? Gail? You're not mad, are you? Oh, Cinnamon, how can I be mad at such consideration and generosity? Thank you, one and all. For she's a jolly good fellow, for she's a jolly good fellow, for she's a jolly good fellow, which nobody can deny. This is how a team works. Thank you. Also, I'm a girl, just for next year, will you do this again? Now, go on. I've just got to finish up some work. I've got some incident reports to shred. I'll see you all at the launch party tonight before the sleigh team takes off. Oh, wait, that's you guys. Those people. No, they are not people, Gail. Read the room, Jerry. And thus we conclude with a happy ending for Gail, the Human Resources Director at the North Pole. Gail, the Human Resources Director at the North Pole. Heyo! Ah, there you are, Adam. What a show that was, huh? I was just about to enjoy a cup of... Let's call it tea. But, sweet Damien, the show isn't done yet. Don't you remember that you enjoyed a cup of Let's Call It Tea prematurely last year? And we all remember what happened last year. I don't remember what happened last year. Yeah, that was part of the problem. Okay, I'll hold off drinking this cup of Let's Call It Tea until we're definitely and conclusively finished ending the show. Great! Damien? Yes? Damien. Yes? Dear Damien. What do you want? How shall we end the show, Damien? <sighs> All right, let's figure it out. It's got to be something big, something fun, something that tops everything we've already done, right? Yeah, sounds about so. Here, why don't we take a look at this book I stole from the library, The World's Ten Greatest Puns. You stole this book? Well, I stole all the other jokes. And did the book help? Unfortunately, no pun intended. <clears throat> You know, sweet Damien, Christmas is the season of giving, so I'm going to give you that one without reminding you, as I have repeatedly in the past, that our roles are clearly delineated. I do the jokes, and you're the straight man. You're not going to remind me of that? I wouldn't dream of bringing it up. Then I guess there's nothing left to do but wish everyone a non-denominational Merry Christmas. And a non-denominational Happy New Year? Well, that goes without saying, but we'll say it anyway. Or, and hear me out, we could get everyone together and sing it. 
Perfecto. And I know just what to do. Gail, can you call everyone down to the magnificent ballroom of the fabulous Fly Tower Hotel? Everyone who? Everyone, everyone! We wish you a Merry Christmas! We wish you a Merry Christmas! We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year! Good tidings we bring wherever you are! I've been listening to Panic Boom Productions' third annual Christmas pageant and non-denominational holiday spectacular. Starring Tracy Zimmerman, Stephanie Smalley, Renee Stephen, Rachel Maz, Michael Matthews, Matthias Klink, Matthew Smalley, Lauren Bradley, Cairo Plaviak, Chris Kuhneri, Jesse Liang, Jennifer Bishop, Jackson Zimmerman, Jackson Bell, Faith Nomada, Aaron Mudry, David Yu, Darcy Muentraff, Damian Lloyd, Dallas Zimmerman, Corey Woods, Captain Zimmerman, and Adam Canuck Zimmerman. Written and produced by Damian Lloyd and Adam Canuck Zimmerman. Music arranged and original music composed by the arbitrary Jukebox Experiment. Music production by Ricardo Viana. The third annual Paddock Moon Productions Christmas Pageant and Non-Denominational Holiday Spectacular was brought to you by a generous grant from the Flight Tower Hotel. Presented by Paddock Moon Productions. Visit our website at paddockmoonproductions.com. This show is dedicated to Bob Robertson, whose fault this all is. This is your announcer, Jimmy Hollyberg. And on behalf of everyone at Paddock Moon Productions, I'd like to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and our season's greetings and a Happy New Year. Someone is hearing this. I'm still stuck here in the booth. Um, don't leave me here. P open the door before you go. Thank you. Bye. Merry Christmas. <laughs>